0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and
1: taxes and fees may vary. Okay, happy to welcome you back on the show. As we continue on talking University of Miami football, Mark Richt going into the College Football Hall of Fame. That is very special. And joining us now is Don Bailey Jr. And uh, I know that's going to be really uh, special for you as well, being a teammate of his. And uh, But for Coach Richt, uh, what do you think it's like for him?
2: You know, Jeff, I think it's a, a dream come true. We, they had the ACC had a reception last night, and uh, all the play, all the people that were going in that were here uh, got up to say a few words, and, and you could tell it was an emotional time for for Coach Rick and uh, especially amongst all his peers. And it's something when you when you look at the record, you know, and, and the percentage of wins that he's had over his career, and how he's been successful in two different conferences. And then of course, as an assistant coach uh, while he was at Florida state, you know, it's uh, it's easy to see why he's in there, but uh, it, it's a, it's a great honor. And, um, there were a lot of people, you know, representing uh, the ACC. We're here. The commissioner was here, of course. And, uh, Davos Sweeney from Clemson and Rhett Lashley, who, uh, we all know from the university of Miami. He was, he was involved the, in the ACC room now because that's, that's a conference that they're going into. So, um, it's good to see and it's uh it's a great honor for him but more importantly it's well deserved.
1: Well, for me, he he goes into the Hall of Fame just on the fact that he threw a touchdown pass to beat the Gators coming off the bench when he hit Rocky <laughs> Belk down the sideline.
2: You know, that I I I'll never forget that either, Joe, you know. We gave, there was a bunch of guys up front gave him a lot of time and he unleashed <laughs> one and it put the it put the Gators to sleep. So, that was good to see and uh, Bob Berta asked about you last night, Joe. He was there with the, the big, what was Big Twelve, I guess, and he, I was able to run into him, and he, he, he wanted me to make sure I told you hello. Uh,
1: the great Bob Berta. Um, I guess the commissioner is probably not in a really good mood, though. He's probably a little sour that uh, Florida State did not get into the championship into the college football playoff.
2: I will say that every person <laughs> got up to the podium, and I would think I think there was uh, six. People got up and talked. Um, two former coaches. Uh, the commissioner was really the MC, and every single one of them had a comment to make about it, and not one of it. not one of them was positive.
1: I sympathize with Florida State, which is hard to imagine, uh, only because I've heard for years and years and years that the regular season was the playoff, and That's right. It, the regular season had had this great integrity because if you lost, then you were out. So uh, Ohio State was eliminated by Michigan, and then Alabama kind of eliminates Georgia, but somehow Alabama and Texas, who each suffer losses during the regular season, do not get eliminated. They get resurrected. And um, I don't know. I still think you go 12-0, and as much as it pains me to say this, uh, go twelve and zero. I know they're not the same team without Jordan Travis. It's a hell of an accomplishment to win those last two games without your quarterback. Well, it's it's twelve
2: and zero regular season. Then they win the ACC right, championship, right? Right. right yeah. So you you throw another one on there, and you know if you f- flip it over the other side, you know the fact is is that the second team quarterback would be back by game time as well. And um, you know, I I don't know. It, it's 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 just unfortunate. It's um, the only per, the only group that seemed to um, I don't want to use the word benefit, but the Orange Bowl itself has really ended up with a marquee game when you when yes. you think about it. I mean, you've got a Georgia Florida State matchup, and I I can't even remember the last time that's happened. I think I think it's before I was born and. And that's going to be an outstanding game, and you know you've got two talented teams, and two teams that were, well, one team that was number one on a majority of the year, and one team that was number four. So I mean, you've really got a, uh, let's just say, if it was two weeks ago, a one versus four, or three weeks ago, one versus four matchup. So they 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 are the, they're the only uh, that's a group that that we like to see have successful bowl games, and uh, it looks like they they really pulled off a winner.
1: Yeah, no, no question for the Orange Bowl. Uh, Miami's going to go to the Pinstripe Bowl uh, to play Rutgers. We're going to see Greg Schiano. We just heard from him uh, yeah. a couple of minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> it's a kind of an intriguing matchup. I mean, you get what you you, you get what you earn. So Miami has earned uh, a game against Rutgers, and uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I just I, the way I look at it is they're still building uh, in this rebuilding process, and. Miami hasn't won a bowl game. They've won one bowl game in the last 10. So go figure out how to win the right. bowl game.
2: Well, this is a part of of climbing back to the top of college football, is if you're in a position and you're the favorite and you're in a bowl game, you got to go win it. No matter who the quarterback is or isn't, no matter who opts in or opts out, it's a part of the process of Keeping the national focus on Miami, keeping uh, you know taking taking an opportunity uh, for 15 practices in a in a ball game to get better, and I don't think I think the last thing you can do really is underrate Rutgers because when you look at it, I've been looking at it a little bit I was at a long plane ride so I was able to dig in a little bit but you know they really beat everybody they're supposed to beat they beat Northwestern you know they. Only common opponent is Miami and Temple. That was thirty-six to seven. They won that. They beat a Virginia Tech team. They lost. They lost at Michigan. They were supposed to lose there. They they um, they lost at Wisconsin. You know, and then you know they beat a Michigan State team. They beat a, an Indiana team, and then they lost to Iowa, uh, Ohio State, Iowa, and Penn State. Well, they were they were heavily heavy underdogs in those games, and. Um, they're right where they're supposed to be. I think if you looked at their schedule at the beginning of the season, they did exactly what people thought they were going to do, and maybe even a little bit better. But they've they certainly have found a running back. They've got a, a guy that's over a thousand yards and five yards of carry. And you know their quarterback is going to be a dual threat guy, where he's he's rushed for seven touchdowns and, or, and thrown for eight. So. Um, it's going to be an interesting game, you know, and to give Miami a chance to get on the big stage and, in an environment that's probably not going to be as friendly to them as it is that they're going to be for Rutgers and battle the elements and 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 do what they're supposed to do. If they're supposed to go out and win a bowl game, then that's what they're supposed to do to give Miami an 8-1 season.
1: Uh, Ja'Kari Brown is going to be the quarterback. Coach Cristobal was asked about him again. He was asked about his future again. I can't, I can't get my arms around it. Um, the facts are, Miami has two quarterbacks right now. One's injured. One can play in the game. So they have to find another quarterback. Well, they have one coming in recruiting. But they do have to find another quarterback in the portal. I would think they're going to find another quarterback, which gets you to Jakari. And I keep thinking to myself, there are 1,100 players in the transfer portal. I think a 1,000 of them are quarterbacks. I mean... Whoever they bring in through the portal, he's still going to have a chance to compete with an opportunity to, uh, in this game, show what he has, show what he's done, show his improvement, right? Am I thinking this wrong?
2: I think that Curry's got the best opportunity out of anybody. He had two games last year that he started, and he had an entire spring in this offense, an entire fall in this offense. He Went through the entire season with really no pressure at all, being able to, to to improve as a quarterback, to get a grasp with Shannon Dawson of what's expected of him and how to, how to run the show. He saw two different quarterbacks approach the season. He was able to sit in the same room with those guys and see what they did right, see what they did wrong, and see what they need to improve upon. He was able to go out and practice uh, every day against, you know, one of the better defenses in all of college football and now it's time to get you know you get, you get an audition on broadway and and it's your it's your turn and i am and I, I know the game will not be too big for him i mean i've been around him enough when he started last year and around him in the locker room this year i mean he's going to embrace this and this is what sports are i mean it's competition isn't it i mean that's yeah. he's got he's got the stage to himself he right now can is putting on tape in a, in a ball game where he should be completely prepared and if I was him I, I, I wouldn't go home I wouldn't go home for the holidays I'd stay there and work and study and work and study and do everything that I can do to, to make sure that I put the best version of me on tape you know not only not only right now but what these coaches are going to have to make a hard decision on come next year. I want to make it as difficult as I can on the University of Miami's offensive and defensive staff who and everybody who evaluates me to, to make a decision at quarterback next year. That's the whole goal. You want so much competition there that it almost has to come down to a coin toss.
1: Uh, okay, uh, enjoy the, the ceremony. Brian McKinney also going into the Hall of Fame, so congratulations, former Hurricane offensive lineman Brian McKinney. Uh, spectacular that he's in the Hall of Fame. And I think Georgia and Florida State played in 2003, uh, Georgia beat them twenty six thirteen. Well, I think that was a Sugar Bowl. I think it was a that might have been Coach Rick's first year at Georgia.
2: Maybe it was a maybe it was the last time. Maybe maybe it was the last time Georgia was in the Orange Bowl. It was a oh, long geez. long time ago. <laughs> I I,
1: yeah, that's, that's probably what I was thinking. Yeah, last time yeah, in the Orange was, Bowl. I have no idea. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. you'll you'll figure that'll get you up about two o'clock this morning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy it. Uh, Tell Coach Rick hello. Congratulations. And um, I'll see you uh, next week. I have a pie dish to return.
2: (laughs) I will see you then. Have a great Uh, evening, Joe, and I'll make sure I tell Coach Rick hello and congratulations.
1: All right. Thanks to Don Bailey Jr. for joining us. Also, Mark Holtzman from the Pinstripe Bowl and Ruben Bain also with us here on the show. And uh, for our producer, Danny Garcia, as well. I'm Joe Zagacki. Have a very pleasant good evening.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours